What's going on guys? We have another week of programming to go over today. This is going to be the second week of September. So we're continuing on on these themes. Weightlifting as the electricity discipline, plumbing as the system, body weight as the virtuosity, girls as the fun workout. And we have a grace and bike workout on Saturday, I believe, Saturday. And then assessments are deadlift and lactic tolerance for this month. And then let's uh, check how those themes kind of fall into the week. So we do have Hot Shots 19 on Monday because it is a Labor Day for uh, all the United States gyms. So we have that hero workout. You guys can time cap it if you're running multiple classes. I know some of you are probably just running one class or two classes in the morning since most people will have that day off. Um, but adjust you know, the time domain as needed to fit your schedule we also have deadlift on wednesday we kind of pushed it out a little bit because of that hot shot so that you have some you have some time to recover uh, and people are actually able to get some working sets in and then we also have a lot of body weight stuff mixed in throughout the week so walking lunges double under single unders burpees a lot of ring dips strict toes to bar bar muscle up so a lot of body weight stuff finding its way into the programming we also have power cleans on saturday uh, to fit into that weightlifting, electricity discipline, and also uh, grace and bike for that girl workout. Um, last thing, real quick, before we hop into Monday, we do have lactic tolerance practice uh, and training on Tuesday as the extra credit. So we got thrusters and air bike. Um, just, again, getting used to being uncomfortable and being able to kind of push through and hold your pace in that uncomfortable state. Uh, that will go a long way when you are assessing lactic tolerance at the end of the month. But let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So Monday we do have that Hot Shots 19 workout. But first, of course, we got a nice long warm-up, 7 minutes, 4, 8, 12, etc. of dead bugs, kang squats, scat pull-ups, and leg swings. Then before the workout, reviewing and demoing all movements, particularly the power clean. Again, if you guys are running one class, uh, and you have, you know, an hour and a half as opposed to the hour, definitely dive into the power cleans, go through the Bergener progressions that we always do. Um, that's an easy copy, paste, and chip if you guys want to take it from a previous week. Uh, but just making sure that we are taking as much time as we can to uh, review. And again, that's going to be dependent on your class situation for that day. Uh, then getting into our breathe and burn workout here, levels considerations for hot shots will be weightlifting and upper body pull. The goal here is to finish in the 40-minute time cap. If you Again, if you guys are running one class, two classes that are a little bit longer, get rid of this time cap. Let everyone finish. But this workout is and always is six rounds for time, 30 air squats, 19 power cleans at 135, 95, seven strict pull-ups, and a 400-meter run. The weight will drop. As we go down for the power cleans and then turn into hang power cleans and reps will drop as well. Air squats will drop in reps at orange, yellow, and white. And then strict pull-ups will drop in reps then turn into ring rows for the remaining levels. Um, as you see, you know, this is a very long workout, but the goal here is just consistent, constant movement. So consistent air squats. We don't need to slam through the air squats just one at a time, right? Don't push too deep into that burn because we will need those legs for the power cleans. If you are doing power cleans from the ground, not hang power cleans, so purple and brown, I would do quick singles all the way through. There's no reason to stress your grip just to get into a little bit of a rhythm, especially over six rounds. It's better to just drop, reset, drop, reset for 19 reps 
It'll also hold your pace a little bit better and keep you in this breathe and burn where if you do cycle quickly, you hold on to that hook grip for all, you know, 10 to 19 reps, you will kind of bleed into some lactic tolerance, especially uh, in the later parts of the workout. So it's better to just save that grip because you do have strict pull-ups right after and then, you know, push it there if you need to and then save a little bit if you do want to push in that final round. You can't do unbroken sets or bigger sets. And then with the run, we're kind of using the run to reset each round. So start off nice and smooth, recover, and then pick up the pace, get you into that next round into those air squats. So you will be able to catch your breath a little bit in the air squats, right? But we don't want to push so hard on the run that we're out of breath and having to do very slow air squats. So we're not feeling, you know, prepared for that next round. So this is, uh, you know, a, a long, grueling workout. This is going to test mostly pacing and your ability to continuously move over a long period of time. So keep that in mind as you start the workout when you're in round three and four of this workout, making sure that you are able to last all the way to the end. And then after that, we have some extra credit. Uh, mobility is, of course, needed after that. So we got two sets, one minute pigeon stretch, one minute extended child's pose, one minute world's greatest stretch, and then one minute couch stretch for each side on those single leg positions. And that will be our Monday. Let's jump into Tuesday here. So Tuesday, we have a partner workout rowing and strict toast bar with a single arm front rack carry to finish each round. Of course, we will warm up first. We got two minute row and then three rounds, eight tuck ups, eight kettlebell suitcase deadlifts on each side, 20 second plank, and then a 30 second lizard stretch on each side. So getting us prepared. Uh, for all of the movements in today's workout with our movement review and prep. We are reviewing the strict toes to bar, so 10 scat pull-ups, 15 second active dead hang. That means scap set down, 8 strict knee raises, 8 strict leg raises, and then 1 minute of toes to bar practice. And then just reviewing front rack position and how to brace uh, in the carry. That shouldn't take too long. That's just a quick refresher for um, most of your members. Uh, and then we get into this breathe and burn workout levels and considerations will be neurological and core, just core on this one. And the goal here is five plus rounds. Workout is rowing wild and we have 20 minutes in partners, 500 meter row, 12 strict toes to bar, 500 meters, meter single arm front rack carry. That is going to be with a kettlebell, ideally. Um, I don't know if there's any other. I mean, I guess you could front rack a dumbbell, but should be a kettlebell. Also, while rowing, one person has to hold a plank or hollow position while the other is rowing. So um, you don't just get to rest straight through. We are fatiguing the core throughout the entire workout with the strict toes bar, with the front rack carry, uh, and with that plank and hollow in the rowing sets. So with this one, making sure that we are moving quickly on the rower so we're not having our partner sit there and hold a hollow for longer than a minute. You should be going 250 meters, 250 meters, uh, back to back with your partner in that hollow position and then breaking up the strict toes to bar however you need to to keep things moving so even quick sets of two quick singles back and forth not a bad idea and then 25 meters at a time for that single arm front rack carry is probably the best move or you can have one person do the entire thing uh, and swap every round but with these partner workouts particularly with this one we just want to make sure we're continuously moving and continuously accumulating reps we're never we never hit a wall we never hit a sticking point so pacing accordingly so that you're able to do that and we're not you know running into that strict toast of our wall at 10 12 minutes
And then getting into our accessory here, we got four sets for quality, 10 power raises, 10 internal rotations, 10 prisoner rotations, just kind of hitting all planes of movement in that shoulder, making sure we're taking care of external rotators with the power raise, external uh, rotation stability when we hit the top of that position, and then internal rotation, you know, working that pec minor, working uh, some, some subscap, all the muscles in charge of uh, moving that shoulder into internal rotation and then prisoner rotations mostly just mobility uh, but also body awareness uh, moving the arms around uh, in that full range of motion and then extra credit like i mentioned in the overview we have lactic tolerance we got eight thrusters at test weight and 20 second max air bike resting three minutes times three so this is going to be uh, pretty uncomfortable but very good for getting us ready for the lactic tolerance test doing thrusters under fatigue uh, and then pushing it on the air bike, um, just get again, getting used to being uncomfortable. And that is going to be our Tuesday. Wednesday, we get back into our deadlift progression. But first, we got a warm up for those deadlifts. We got three minutes, eight body weight, good mornings, 20 second arch hold, and then three minutes, 10 glute bridges, 20 second hollow hold. Uh, just cycling through each of those as many times as you can in the three minutes, really focusing on range of motion and activation in our warm ups. <clears throat> And then hopping into our deadlift here, we got 15 minutes building sets of four for purple, brown, and blue. Just did that all out of order, but that's okay. You guys get the gist. And then we have accumulating sets of five and eight for orange, yellow, and white. Uh, just making sure that we are going through full range of motion, hitting, um, you know, the right activate or activating the right muscles rather, uh, and maintaining position throughout those those lifts. So back is nice and neutral, core is engaged, bar is moving nice and smooth, staying close to the body, all that good stuff that you need to do to have a quality deadlift. And then we're going to get into our workout here. So the workout includes some ring dips, also includes some deadlifts, but because we just went over deadlifts, we're going to spend our time reviewing ring dips in the prep. So we got bench dips, ring box support, and then ring dip practice. So spend a good amount of time here, particularly going over uh, shoulder positioning at the top of your ring dip, right? So shoulders should be active and down, core should be in a hollow position, staying nice and stable on those rings. Before getting into our muscular burn workout here, levels considerations will be rings and deadlift. Goal is eight plus rounds, and we have 10 minutes of five ring dips and 10 deadlifts at 185, 135. Ring dips go to five and three, and then deadlifts go to 155, 105 for purple. Then we drop the ring dips and weight one more time for blue. Then we go to ring push-ups and lower weight for orange, box push-ups for yellow and white, and deadlifts go into kettlebell deadlifts for white. So this one is going to be very burny, but the breathing will get up there a little bit if you are proficient at both movements. So five ring dips is no problem for you. 10 deadlifts at 185, 135 is no problem. Then you will, you know, push into the breathing a little bit, but that muscular burn will definitely be prevalent, particularly on the ring dips. Uh, deadlifts a little bit, uh, but the chances of failure on deadlifts with a moderate weight is very low. Chances of failure on the ring dips, you know, moderately high, right? Like we, you guys have, I'm sure... Most of you as coaches who are listening to this have hit your wall on ring dips very suddenly and out of nowhere. We want to make sure that members are aware of this and avoid it at all costs, particularly in a 10-minute AMRAP. If you hit a wall at like seven minutes, then you're going to have three minutes of nothing. 
right? So making sure we're pacing early if you know those ring dips will be a problem, not rushing through the first five minutes to get as many reps in as you can, but taking your time, making sure we hit a full lockout, full range of motion, um, all the things you need to do to hit a solid ring dip rep. Do not lose sight of that even as you get fatigued in the later rounds. We're always focused on tight technique. So after that, we do have some extra credit posterior chain, just doubling down since we did a bunch of hinging today with the deadlifts. Uh, we do want to hit those um, glutes to finish off the day. We got four sets, 12 glute bridges, 15 dumbbell RDLs. Make sure that we're keeping the weight relatively light on the dumbbell RDLs and working on range of motion and activation as we come to the top. Glute bridges, you can load up the weight a little bit because that is a pretty strong muscle and a powerful position for your glutes. So grab the heaviest kettlebell dumbbell or even set up a barbell if you want to get crazy for those glute bridges, but just load those glutes properly. And that will take us through the halfway point of the week into Thursday. So Thursday, we have a pretty long uh, set of AMRAPs here with double unders, burpees, some goblet squats, some interesting uh, interesting wrinkles in this one. But first, we will warm up. We got two minutes, bike or row, and then accumulate 30 bodybuilders, 150 singles, and 30 air squats, however you wish. Obviously, this lends itself to three rounds of 10, 50, and 10, but you can do it however you want. Just get yourself warm. And then in our prep, because we do have double unders in this workout, and it's mainly focused on the jump rope, uh, at least that first AMRAP, we are going to spend a good amount of time here. we got single unders, a couple single under drills, and then a good amount of time to practice double unders and just get that touch in for all those members um, that are still working on their double unders. And then with remaining time, and you should have a good bit of time, just making sure we're reviewing walking lunges um, particularly, and then burpees and goblet squats. Uh, but making sure that everyone's getting the right position on their walking lunges, the foot is going out the right distance. When we get to the bottom, the knee is in the correct position. Um, just all of the the aspects of a quality lunge. And then we'll get into our breathe and burn workout here. Levels considerations are neurological and core and API. We also have uh, the goal of five plus rounds for each, right? So we got two sets for two scores. So each AMRAP will be scored separately, but you will add those together Um you know, at the end, since you're doing two of these, you'll add both of these AMRAPs together, and then you'll do two of these, add both of those AMRAPs together, you should get five plus rounds each. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, when you see it, if you're just listening, it will make a lot more sense. The workout is called flipping the script. And again, we got four, two scores. We got two rounds, five minutes, 16 walking lunges, 24 single unders, 16 doubles. We are doing 24 singles and 16 doubles, not either or. And this is just another little wrinkle in this workout, more of a neurological wrinkle where you have to switch from double unders to single unders. A lot of people that have double unders have kind of lost their single unders. And because of what they did in the CrossFit games, we kind of wanted to highlight that. We like to take little ideas from the CrossFit games because there is some cool stuff that they do. Obviously, we're not going to do the full workouts that they do because they're a little wild, but they do... Uh, you know, introduce some cool ideas like this kind of messing with people who have their double unders down, but haven't done single unders in two years. They might have a tough time hitting the five plus rounds because they'll be doing two or three single unders at a time and then blast through their double unders, right? So just a little interesting 
uh, aspect to this one. You'll stretch and rest for two minutes, and then you got five minutes, eight burpees, 10 goblet squats of 53.35. So as we scale this, double unders will fall away at blue, walking lunges will drop in reps at orange, and then white. Single unders will drop in reps as well, and then burpees turn into bodybuilders, goblet squats drop in reps, uh, or drop in weight all the way down to white. So again, with this one, really focused on consistent movement on the walking lunges. Uh, no reason to stop, slow down, or break those up at all. Just keep it moving. Double under, single unders and double unders ideally would be done back-to-back. So you'd finish your 24th double under and go right into your single unders or other, other way around. You'd finish your 24 single unders, go right into your double unders, finish those all in one set, back to the top with your walking lunges. Um, but again... Ideal is not always what's going to happen. If you do break on your single unders or doubles, make sure we're getting right back to it because we only have five minutes and we need to keep it moving, keep accumulating reps here. Same thing on the burpees and the goblet squats. No reason to break. Consistent, constant movement on the burpees. Full range of motion on those goblet squats. Nice and smooth movement. Make sure we can keep that going for all five minutes and then repeating that effort the second time through, right? So not so fast that you can't repeat your effort, but not so slow that we're not able to get much out of the workout. So that nice, consistent pace that you know you can repeat or do a little bit better on. And again, there are doubles and singles in this workout. It is not a typo. Both of these are in the workout. After that, we do have some accessories. So three sets for quality, eight single arm ring rows, 15 reverse dumbbell flies, 15 dumbbell lateral raises. So keeping it pretty light for those dumbbell movements, making sure that we're hitting the rear delt and lateral delt, just rounding out our programming here, making sure we're hitting all of our muscles. Everything's staying nice and healthy. We're not leaving any gaps, um, particularly in muscle development. And then extra credit will be some mobility. We got two sets, one minute standing straddle, one minute lizard, one minute scorpion, one minute classic calf stretch. So two sets of that, uh, just get it, keeping us healthy, keeping us feeling good for the remainder of the week. Now moving into Friday here. So Friday, we got some pull-ups as the strength and then a uh, decently long workout about 15 minutes with a couple different movements interesting uh pairing of movements but of course we will warm up we got three rounds 15 single leg calf raises each side 15 sit-ups then three rounds 10 ring scat pulls into 10 ring rows so kind of covering all our bases here you will have time to warm up a little bit for the pull-ups uh, in that vertical plane of pulling before getting into your working sets, you got 15 minutes building to a heavy three-weighted pull-ups for purple and brown. Then we go into sets of strict pull-ups for blue, chin-ups for orange, and then standing pull-ups and dead hang for yellow and white. Just really focused on muscle activation, moving through full range of motion there, and no, no jerking movements, right? Everything's super smooth and then dropping to previous levels as needed if you're just not able to maintain consistent movement uh, within those sets. Right, so always focused on movement quality, always focus focused on lat activation there. And then after our pull-ups, we have a bar muscle-up workout, right? That's going to be the main, uh, the onus of this one because the other movements are basically work. That movement, a lot of skill involved. So that means our movement review will be focused on bar muscle-ups. We got some scat pull-ups, arch hollow swings, and then some time to just practice 
our bar muscle-ups before getting into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations will be upper body pull, neurological core, uh, just the core on this one for the sit-ups, the volume on the sit-ups, and then API for those box jumps. The goal here is sub-14. The workout is poke the bear, and we got four time, four rounds, six bar muscle-ups, 12 box jumps, 36 ab mat sit-ups, and 20-foot bear crawl with a one-minute rest between rounds just to reset before those bar muscle-ups. So as we drop down, bar muscle-ups will turn to chest-to-bar pull-ups, and then we go to jumping variations for the remaining levels. Box jumps will drop in height at orange and then move to plate jumps. And then we have ab mat sit-ups staying uh, as ab mat sit-ups, but dropping in reps as we go down to blue and orange and yellow and white. Bear crawls will stay the same until we get to white. They turn into shoulder taps. So same basic uh, muscle activation there, but less dynamic movement, a little bit safer, right? We don't necessarily want white levels crawling across the floor, um, but they can jump up if they want to. So with these bar muscle-ups, again, being the onus of the workout, we want to try to keep these in as big a sets as possible. So ideally six, but three and three also works. Two and two and two also works as long as we have a nice quick rest in between. We're not doing two reps and then walking around for a minute, doing another two reps, right? We don't want to do that. We want to keep a good flow to the workout. So break it up as needed to keep a good flow. If you are unable to do either quick singles or any of the other mentioned sets, drop it down to chest of our pull-ups so that, again, we can stick within this system and we're not just doing bar muscle-ups for 15 minutes. Box jump should be smooth and consistent all the way through. Same thing with the ab mat sit-ups. Straight through on the ab mat sit-ups, get a little burn going, and then right away into our bear crawl with a little bit of urgency because we do have that one-minute rest. And the goal is to maintain consistency on the bar muscle-ups and then maintain speed and, and smoothness on the remaining movements so that the times for each round are around the same. Right, and we're hitting that breathe and burn. We're getting a nice burn on the ab mat sit-ups. A little bit of a burn going on the bar muscle-ups and the pulling. And then breathing will just be overlaying throughout the entire workout. So after that, we got some extra credit. Arms, of course, uh, doubling down on that pulling. Um, with our, our curls here, four sets, 15 barbell curls, 12 reverse barbell curls, and then AMRAP dumbbell skull crushers. Keep the weight relatively light here so that you're able to hit full range of motion, activate the right muscles without uh, using your hips too much, particularly on the curls. And then the dumbbell skull crusher, same thing, relatively light so that you're able to get past 12 reps, but we don't want to get too far past 20. So if you're hitting 20, 21, that's fine. We just don't want to be hitting 40 reps, just banging them out, um, you know, kind of no, uh, no hard activation. Oops. No hard activation on that. Uh, so just be very conscious of your range of motion and muscle activation there and adjust your weight as needed. And that will finish off our Friday. We're on to our final day of the week here, Saturday, uh, starting off with some power cleans and then getting into a grace and bike workout. We also have a 9-11 uh, optional workout if you guys wanted to slide that in, but we'll get there in just a sec. We're going to start with our warm-up. we got seven minutes, uh, starting with a one-minute row, then 10 RDLs, 10 high pulls, and then 10 cat cows. Very slow, getting us prepared for this weightlifting. Of course, we will always start with clean progressions before getting into a 10-minute EMOM of either one power clean or two hang power cleans. So one power clean for blue, purple, and brown two hang power cleans for the earlier levels. So really focus on technique and consistency here, adding weight as needed uh, 
to, you know, challenge and challenge that technique and work on that technique, but not pushing it to breaking technique. So no matter what, we do not want to break technique. If you feel like it's starting to get to that point, just stick to that weight and work on staying as consistent as you can. And then getting into our workout here, we're going to spend most of our time reviewing push, press, and jerk. It does carry over a lot from the cleans, right? That triple extension carries over, but instead of moving the bar from the ground to the shoulders, we're using that triple extension to move the bar from our shoulders to overhead. So hammering in that, that uh, fact, right? Because the, the more we can connect those two, the easier it becomes to transition uh, because it is the same basic movement, right? So this workout is going to be a full body burn workout. Levels considerations will be weightlifting for that clean and jerk. The goal here is sub 12 minutes of total work time. The workout is grace and bike, and it is for total work time. Again, 30 clean and jerks at 135.95, resting five to eight minutes, and then 60 or 45 cal bike or a 1K row. So weight will drop when we get to purple and blue, and then we go to hang power clean and push press variations for the remaining levels or kettlebell swings for yellow and white. Uh, the rest will stay the same. The calories on the bike will drop, but the 1K row will stay the same because of the, you know, the bike is a lot more difficult to maintain a pace on. The rower, the standard distance on the rower is not, uh, not too bad to maintain, uh, but that bike definitely is. So with this one, we are treating each one as their own separate workout. So do grace how you would normally do grace, 30 clean and jerks either a bunch of quick singles all the way to the end, maybe five and five all the way through or five reps at a time all the way through rather. Um, but however you need to break it up to continuously move and get close to that full body burn as you can, right? Technique will also play a role. And if you're able to get to that full body burn, if you're not super efficient, you will slide more into the, the breathe and burn because you won't be able to maintain a pace or a consistency, but that's why we are practicing so much today. So technique should be super tight by the time we get to this uh, workout. So really pushing it as as much as technique allows to, to definitely hit that full body burn. Then that rest should get us to basically full recovery or as full recovery as, um, as uh, reasonably expected. And then same relative pace on that bike and row, just really pushing the pace there, getting uncomfortable um, and, and trying to hit that full body burn system one more time to finish off the week. If you do want to do the 9-11 specific workout, because we do have that date on Sunday instead of the Saturday, or if you wanted to do a Sunday workout, you can just take this and slide it over. It should also be available on chip if you look it up, uh, but it is there for you guys to check out. Uh, we won't necessarily go over it right now, but it has been in previous videos. We do have notes and everything on that in here, so... Um, Everything is available for you guys there. And to finish off our week, we got some mobility, two sets, one minute tricep lat stretch, one minute narrow dead hang, one minute doorway stretch, and then one minute dual quad stretch. So that will be your second week of September. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please let me know. If you have any questions about that 9-11 workout, please let me know as well. Uh, I will, if you can't find the video. I'll try to find the video from last time we went over it and, and post that. Uh, but uh, weekly surveys are now with the survey group. Again, if you are interested in being a part of the survey group, please shoot me a DM 
and uh, I can get you on that list. Uh, otherwise, I will be talking to you guys next week.